Broadcast Network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Yeah! <laughs> we always switch up the music when we start. We like to keep it entertaining, just like this show, The Biggest Loser. This is episode, uh, what is it, 9 now, season 16, and this is the official after show for The Biggest Loser on AfterBuzz TV. I'm your host, Fallon Mercedes, with my lovely co-host. Hey, Jay Rochester. <laughs> and I picked that song this week because that was the theme of The Australian Biggest Loser just before One Direction became a big, big. hit. Oh, okay. Got it. And I think no, it's really okay. cute. It's like, no. that's what makes you beautiful. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. Beautiful inside and out. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about this episode. It's called Yes Coach. And we have three special coach guests on the show. They are all NFL, um, I guess. Great legends. Yeah, legends. And um, we have Michael Irvin, Donald Driver, and Willie McGinnis. And Willie McGinnis especially, he um, coached the blue team for this episode. He was actually Damien's teammate. Oh, yeah. So that was really, really great for Damien. Um, we had uh, Donald Driver, who coached for the white team, and we had Michael Irvin who coached for the red team and I wasn't sure did Michael Irvin play with Scott yeah. because they seemed really really close well Scott's the three time Super Bowl champion yeah. uh, and, and you know these legends came in and, and played this challenge with them and Scott was freaking out because he was like oh he's really embarrassed these guys are going to come down on me and they're yeah. going to be all like what happened to you and he was freaking out because these are the guys that he played with and even if he didn't play on their team you know it, it's a small group of guys playing in a very big league. They all know each other. Yep. And I, you know, I can, re I actually can really relate to this episode mm. because, uh, well, I know nothing about football, so let's just <laughs> clarify that for reals. I know nothing. But uh, certainly, I had a funny thing happen on the weekend. I went to Kamikaze and I was on a panel and this girl introduced Kamikaze? Me. Yeah, it's Stan Lee's Comic-Con, basically. Oh, Comic-Con, yeah, okay. the dude who created Spider-Man and lots okay. of nerds and geeks and cosplayers. Okay. And, uh, but and why did you say kamikaze? Because that's what it's called. It's called kamikaze. Oh. So it's like an, an offshoot. It's the Los Angeles offshoot of Comic-Con. Got it. Okay, right? okay. And uh, and this girl who obviously hadn't Googled me, and it's this assumption that people make because I'm curvy right now, curvy, that uh, she's like, oh, and, you know, AJ Rochester, who's on the panel, uh, you know, um, when she won Biggest Loser and as a contestant of Biggest Loser, and I get it all the time. Yeah. Because I'm not like a size zero, so they can't quite equate with the you used to host Biggest Loser. Mm -hmm. And I really get that feeling of because I'm not my my uh, TV, TV host, right? Yeah. I, I'm embarrassed a lot and mm. I'm embarrassed to catch up with people who used to know me. I'm embarrassed 
to meet people. I'm embarrassed in situations like that where I go, oh, actually, I wasn't a contestant. I was actually the host. And then this was like awkward silence. And so I really feel like I felt mm-hmm. for him in that he's got his peers and he feels like, oh, I'm not the same person. Mm-hmm. And it, it, the beautiful thing was is that it didn't matter. Like he really rediscovered himself and found a lot of uh, his old mojo mm-hmm. and his mates, they didn't care. They were all yeah. like, you know, it's okay. Yeah, they were having a little heart to heart. I was just like, wow. But then I was like, okay, go on with the episode. <laughs> oh, yeah, we got a little tired. Yeah, but it, it was, was a little slow. The, yeah, it right? was a little slow this episode, but um, it was kind of cool to see them being coached by greats and to see how they actually did with the challenge. You know, Jen, she couldn't catch up all oh. to save the life of her. <laughs> I was just like, come on, Jen. Like, you are so oh. hard on your team and so competitive and she could not catch a ball. Well, Jen, we love Jen, obviously. Yeah. We've we had quite a crush. Well, I yeah. had quite a crush on yeah. Jen. And I came, crush. Right, yeah. And I came up with a, instead of the man of steel, she's the ma'am of steel. Oh, that's cute. Right? You like that? Ma'am of steel. Right? And she's been impenetrable. She's been, you know, she's got five players still on her team whereas blue has two and red has three <laughs> it's kind of like oh you know there's this indomitable force and then she can't catch a ball to save her life yeah which couldn't. is hilarious i mean it was pretty funny now you explained um well to me while we were you know backstage watching that episode together you said that this challenge was very familiar well, yeah, we shot a show in uh, Australia, which was, I guess, uh, we, uh, I did Biggest Loser, but then after Biggest Loser, I went back as a fat contestant for a celebrity-based weight loss show uh-huh. uh, called Excess Baggage, and we did that exact challenge. Oh, okay. The exact challenge, whereas you have to uh, tie yourself to your player and then a, a football is launched by the expert, because yeah. we had football players come in and they threw the ball, uh-huh. and you have to catch it and then run to the end of the field and place it on the exact same rack, That's fill your funny. So it was quite funny. But then, you know, they have a lot of producers, Australian producers on this series. So I've no doubt that they're going to be picking. And that we always stole from each other. I mean, Australia, literally, we, the first year, we stole all of America's temptations and challenges and everything. And all the Australian people were like, oh, I saw that last season. That's really boring. That's funny. We had to come up with original stuff. But then America started stealing our stuff. So, I mean, not that stealing because, like, they own it. It's good television. Sharing Sharing is caring, That's a very Hollywood term. (laughs) I'm going to share your script and your idea for your show. I'm going to share it. (laughs) Sharing is caring. Now, um, with this challenge, we seen, I actually noticed Damien was in an arm sling. And, you know, he got so competitive that it even came to the point where he took his arm sling off, you know, to try to help out um, his his uh, leader um, to, Jesse. yeah, it's Jesse <laughs> to catch a ball because they were not catching the ball. And he said, this is embarrassing. He was like, I'm out here with, you know, the greats that I've played amongst with and we can't even catch a ball. Yeah, yeah. But I guess to explain what happened to his arm, he was boxing with Jesse and um, I think it got a little too real. Yeah, well, he's a big boy. I mean, he... he he looks, you mentioned this. Yes. He kind of looks, and I hate to use that word normal. Yeah. like, what is normal? But. Well, he doesn't look obese anymore. Yeah. You know, he was on the scale and he still has some man boobs, but, uh. Boobs. <laughs> but, you know, he had more of a belly. His 
you know, boobs were much bigger. I mean, it's weird. People hold weight in different places. And for him, he didn't have it so much in his face. He always had like toned legs. You mm. could tell he was very athletic, but, um, he held it more in the, the midsection. And now him and Scott too. Scott yeah. doesn't even have boobs. Well, he has that, no belly, no boobs. Like, no moves. <laughs> no moves. The moves have left the building. <laughs> <laughs> you can see they are definitely making progress. And, and you know, they said this was the halfway point for them. Well, and that belly fat, I mean, medically speaking, that is the the fat that will kill you. Mm-hmm. There is absolutely yeah, you know, it's, no denying that. Because the belly fat, what it's doing, it's surrounding your organs. And that's when it, it, it becomes dangerous. Yeah. You know, everybody needs a little bit of fat. But when you have excess body fat, you know, yeah. then it starts interfering with how your body functions. Yeah, I mean, th- and that really is the fat that will kill you. So it's kind of good to see that these people are moving into a healthy range. And it's funny because they really, at this point, they start to look very different. You know, that fat is coming off and uh, you start to kind of go, oh, hold on a second, who, who is that again? It's like, such a beautiful thing because I feel like, you know, we all do it and I feel guilty even doing it. But like, you know, sometimes when you see people who are overweight, you look at them and all you do is see their weight. Mm-hmm. You don't really see the person that's, you know, inside. And I think, you know, not only with the weight coming off on the show, but we're also learning who they are and the backstories for some of these people. And it's such a beautiful thing because I feel like now we really get to see the true person they are inside everything. And I look, I agree with you. And this is so controversial. And I feel like I have a license to say this and to say it as it is because I have been every size. And I believe everyone is beautiful and your beauty is what is within. Mm -hmm. However, I have to say that, and I include myself into this, I do get better looking when I lose weight. Mm -hmm. And they do look better. Mm -hmm. You know, and I know that's so controversial. And and there's a lot of people who would, you know, be angry at me. But, you know, one of the things I pride myself on is is speaking the truth. And and it it is true. Like, it is just true. And it's not... Maybe better is not the right word, but they do look healthier. Their skin is fresher. Their Mm -hmm. eyes are brighter. They have more energy. You know, it's just the the puffiness has Mm -hmm. gone. And I know the difference between when I'm eating well and when I'm not eating well. And not even just the physical space, but you just look and feel you do look better. And not only that, but when you're in that positive space, because, you know, you are achieving goals, you're seeing a difference. People are reacting to you differently not only that but you act differently you are more positive you see it they're smiling more they're more confident and even like Rhonda Lee while we were watching that you were like hey she looks like Khloe Kardashian she completely (laughs) looks like Khloe Kardashian she's starting to look like Khloe Kardashian I have to give it to you you were right on that she could be her twin sister like it's just it's really freaky. I mean, hey, who knows? I mean, because, you know, we don't, we don't know, know who Chloe right? is. Yes, OJ Simpson. I mean, oh, who was there? Was someone that was some other name that was being thrown around this week? That hairdresser, no. No, Lionel Richie. Oh, Lionel Richie. <laughs> yes, I did hear about that. Do you watch Wendy Williams? No. Uh, well, occasionally. Because she said that, oh, but she? that's funny. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, we all know yeah. that she's not a full Kardashian. Yeah. I mean, come that. on. Let's be real. The other girls are, oh, I can't use the M word. They're shorter people. Because it's like the M word is bad. You can't use Midget? <gasps> yes. I'm five feet. You could call me no, Midget. No, you're not a real midget. You have to be like four foot. Uh, I'm borderline. Eleven. Yeah, no. You don't get the card to no, go say the M word. I know, I know. 
I, I, somebody once said, you should go down and apply for a handicap. You know, you're five feet. And I was like, I wish I could because I would. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you just need to live in Beverly Hills and, yeah. and be able to buy a doctor because seriously, I live in Beverly Hills and all of these rich people have handicap cars. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah and the, then they get yeah. out and they run yeah. in their gym gear yeah. into no. the supermarket. Yeah, they do. And I'm like, for real? Yeah. It's a little oh. crazy. Let's get back to this um, challenge. Now, um, we've seen everybody work really hard, but, you know, only one person can really win the challenge. And that was... Well, it was, well, it was, I don't know. Yeah, I kind of got that. Wasn't it the team thing though? The team won? Yeah. Only yeah. one, one team could so win wh- the challenge. White sucked. Like, let's yeah, just white sucked. white sucked. Red, Red took it, it home. Um, blue came in a close second. But what was great about this team challenge, Robbie. um, was that, you know, whoever won the challenge, which was the red team, they got to have a Skype phone call home. So they get to Skype with their family. Now, up until this point, they have not physically seen their family. So this is the closest thing to physically being able to see their family and be with their family. And Laurie wanted to win that so bad. Yes, she was devastated. You can really see that Lori is getting homesick. Um, she has a husband, she has a son, and you know, what we love about I, I love about the contestants on the show is you can really see that they care for their teammates. Yeah. You know, it yeah. is, it is, you know, um, a one man's competition when it comes down to the end of it. But right now, you know, you really see them helping each other out and. Yeah, it's not so cutthroat yet. Yeah. No, like it's it, not. And we see that with yeah. Rob. He, uh, he gives his Skype call to Lori. He said, you know, I'm in it to win this thing. I'm focused. Like, you go ahead. You go <laughs> Skype with your family. But you know who his phone call would have been to? It's his mom. Yeah, like, exactly. Really? <laughs> like, oh, gee, I'm really going to want to speak to my mom right now. Uh, yeah, no, so, that's true. It's like, go call your kids. Yeah. yeah. And Mike, and Mike picks Rob as the winner. So it's interesting to see that, that someone who is picked to be the winner mm-hmm. and who gets really good numbers consistently since he kind of had his turnaround mm-hmm. uh you know and, and it's interesting because it's he's not they're not playing a cutthroat game yet there, there's something's got to happen for it to change oh, yeah we see something in the preview for next week where Too things get shaken up um yeah. so it'll be interesting to see what happens next week but it was cool to see the skype uh phone calls home with their Aww. families uh you know we don't get to see too much of jordan he was kind of the one that we didn't know too much about so it was interesting to see him skype call his wife because she's pregnant she's like eight months pregnant she's very very pregnant and we got to see the ultrasound and she was talking about the you know the the visits um, to see the doctor for the baby and you know I can imagine you know this is his first son um, that yeah. he's gonna have his first baby so I can't imagine missing what that. it feels like to miss being there but you know she kind of reiterated the fact that you know you're doing this for our child you're there for yeah. a reason so don't worry about not being home with me right now like what you're doing is something for the entire family. And if he wins, that's a quarter of a million dollars he's going to bring home. Exactly, for the baby. So uh, it's like, you know, I mean, she's going to push that baby out whether he's there or not. Yeah. And like really behind the scenes, they're not going to They would let him, him fly home. No, but he would probably be on a video conference. No, I really doubt they that. They wouldn't let him fly home no, for I the birth? No, I don't think they would. No. 
I don't. I mean, in Australia, I know that they certainly wouldn't. We would only give them ten minute phone calls on Christmas, which I thought was just horrible. But for your firstborn yeah, child, well, you know, like the people in the armed forces, they're not there. I think <gasps> you're there to win a game, and I think it's the the sacrifice that you make. And and it is. A, oh my goodness! Should I go on no, Biggest really. Loser or watch my child get born? Yeah, but that's. Mm. But when they sign up, he knew that. Yeah, he no. knew that. Yeah. You know, and it's kind of like, well, if you make that commitment, not to mention, I mean, here's the harsh reality: it's a great storyline. He's going to be manipulated. He's going to be a emotional um you know there's a lot of things as a producer that mm-hmm. you can do with that storyline and one is you could possibly fly him home but the other is you can deal with his angst of not because it's harsh i mean it's yeah. harsh those oh, stories i'm telling you those conversations that go on in production meetings are harsh i mean i worked in radio and years ago we were doing this um you know an event and they were like yeah well it's really great that we get people but we really need a crippled kid in a wheelchair for a photo for the front page of the newspaper yeah, no, I, I mean, those it, yeah. conversations are exactly what no, happens. No, I've worked in TV as well, uh, so yeah. I understand. But it's just... Uh. <laughs> so we'll see what yeah. happens. I mean, I don't think he'll fly home, but he's got to stay. I mean, he's got another four weeks to mm. stay, which will be interesting in TV time. Now, these things are hard to mask because, as we know, one week is not one week. Yeah. So it could be two, three, four weeks. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see how they manipulate that storyline within the the framework of the television show Mm -hmm. like oh she's got a month to go does that mean she's going to give birth like in episode 12 yes or uh, you know how do they do that yeah it'll be interesting to see it will be interesting to see um we also had the chance to see scott call home um to his wife and his two children oh my god hot mom yeah and it was so cute because like they were all crying but his son was like yawning (laughs) like Hey, Dad. Oh, God. You know, what is Guardians of the Galaxy's on at the local cinema. I really but need it to just, play Pokemon. It, to me, it just showed like a typical family, you know, like, <laughs> we miss you. We love you. The mom and the daughter crying and the son's like, hey, Dad, good job. Yeah, high five. You look great. You look and that's, American pie, yeah, though. Like, yeah. They're like the beautiful yeah. American family. Yeah, they are. And it was really interesting to see the reactions of the family when they all, you know, were able to see the members of their family that are on the show for the first time. They're like, wow you look great and you gotta think they've lost 70 90 100 plus pounds since the last time they talked so that's like that's huge so they 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 must be really excited now to see the progress and and see you know the reason why they're there it's to lose all that weight and it was good for laurie to see that her kid was okay because i certainly understand (sighs) that mother guilt thing you know Mm -hmm. you think that the whole world is going to fall apart and it's like when you send them off to summer camp and they're like mommy i don't want to go and then they're like at the end I don't like, want to talk to you. They're, they're like, oh, God, mother yeah. who? Like, yeah. what? I'm having That's, too good a time. That, that was a really good analogy. I remember um, when I went to summer camp, I would cry my eyes out when I would yeah. leave my mom. And then when I would have to go back home, I'd cry <laughs> my eyes out because I didn't want to go back home. Moms of the world, your kids are okay. Yeah. It's okay. They survive, you know. And they were having boy time and you could just see they're probably letting the house get messy and sniffing mm-hmm. their clothes before they put them back on and doing a wash once a week. So mm-hmm. it was good. It was good for her to just see that it's okay and it's okay for her to be here. And I think, I mean, Mike picked her as a really solid contender as mm-hmm. a winner and I look forward to seeing her because yeah. she's a strong, fit female she is. who really could stand on that stage at the end yeah. and be a potential winner mm-hmm. for the girl. Yes. And, you know, I I really didn't look at the woman as being strong this season, but now I'm starting to see it. Lori and I think her name is Sonia. Oh, yeah. She... 
she, I think she's something to look out for. Well, uh, yeah, but they were both Olympians, I think. I mean, I know yeah. Laurie was yeah. a three-time mm-hmm. Olympian. Yeah. And yeah. I think Sonia was an Olympian as well. Yeah, so... Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Got to go the girls. Girl power. <laughs> Got to support the girls. All right. So after the challenge, we see the three NFL legends and greats. They had the opportunity to go to the gyms and train their different teams. Oh, that was cool. And it was cool because you see the just the energy of the sessions. It was turned up to the max. Yeah. And they're doing, you know, a little more intense, a little more athletic training, a little more, you know, football training and it was it was it was great to see them really turn up so it it made me as a viewer be excited to see what the Wayne was going to be like but of course at the end of every uh training for footballers there's always that kind of pep rally okay before you yeah exactly before you (laughs) go out there on those scales and you gotta win they give this good speech and um just a couple quotes from some of them um one of them had said you don't have to start you don't have to be great to start but you gotta start to be great and i love that i thought that was great you know because sometimes you don't think where you are where you need to be when you start working out and i get a lot of clients you know it's it's not funny but it's funny that you know sometimes i'll get clients who will postpone working out with me for two weeks for their initial first session because they're embarrassed of where they are so they're trying to get off you know whatever the one pound two pounds Mm. to build up the confidence to even work out with me and i'm i i have to kind of tell them that kind of same spiel like you just need to start. You don't need to be great right now. You know, you need to start, you know, but when you start, that's when you're great. And it was interesting because when I spoke to Mike on the phone after he'd been eliminated Uh and then uh, the guy who was eliminated after Mike, they both said the same thing, which was, you just have to start. Uh, You know, and there's this expectation by shows like um, Extreme Makeover and and just in general, the diet industry tries to make you feel powerless. Mm -hmm. And, And it's like, you don't need to be perfect. You just need to start. And if that's walking for five minutes or walking for 10 minutes just do something yes. versus nothing yes and uh and that seems to be you know something that's that's so vital in in just going you don't have to wake up with the perfect motivation yeah you, you don't just need to start yes as bad as it might look <laughs> <laughs> exactly one of the other legends he had said we aren't playing for a trophy we are playing for our lives yeah, because that. that's what it really is their lives are at stake Yep. You know, you are obese. There's so many different, um, different health problems and issues that you can have from diabetes to heart problems to high cholesterol to sh- yeah. it, so many things. Obesity kills. I yeah. mean, you can wave the flag about everything else, but the reality is that obesity kills. You know, we're all humans and we're all deserving of love and respect. But the harsh, the cold, harsh mm-hmm. reality is that obesity will kill you. Yeah, or it definitely will. Yeah. Um, another quote, we are leaving our mark on the world. So they were kind of telling the contestants, you know, this is your mark that yeah. you're leaving on the world. You know, it's not just about losing weight, but it's, I guess, you know, when you live in your glory days, you think that that football and that's what your softball or cheerleading or whatever it is that you did as an athlete that these contestants did do, they kind of felt like, you know, that's it. But no, you're leaving more. It's showing, you know, that you're getting up again. Mm. And 
you're showing the world what it is, the journey. You know, you're not just winning a trophy. You're not just winning the at home challenge, the biggest loser. You, some of them, they're not going to win, but yeah. it's the journey that they're showing. You know, you're, you're going to, that's who you're going to leave your mark on, everybody watching. And I think Scott really summed it up in that he shared how one day he was this legend you know, three-time Super Bowl winner. Mm-hmm. And then literally the next day, his contract wasn't renewed. Yeah. And he did not know he, who he was yeah. outside of that world. And I think that's really important for all of us. Yeah. I mean, certainly when I left Biggest Loser Australia and, and, you know, I kind of came here and no one cares what you've done. And, yeah. You know, you kind of go, oh, who am I outside of that? And it's really yeah. important to remember who you are, the yeah. essence of yourself. Exactly. You know, and your strengths and, and yeah. all of that. And he, he kind of found himself in that episode yeah one of the legends was telling him you know football is what you did not who you are yeah and you know i think it's i think at different times in our lives we we are different people we grow we change and i think for them you know this has changed them yeah and they're really finding out who they are without their accolades and achievements but we still want them to pull trucks and airplanes yes like we've got it that it's like deep and meaningful and emotional and all that stuff but we and i'm guessing if you and i are both complaining about it then other people are complaining about it because we have read comments about people going you know then not 100% into this series change uh, we do love the big crazy challenges I mean we've seen contestants pull trains and boats and trucks mm-hmm. and buses you know we've seen them run marathons and I guess you know I want to see that yeah please come I on I agree I mean I know it's a little late because you've already shot most of the show but, but just yeah. FYI they're I my agree. notes they're my production notes uh, <laughs> I agree I actually met some of the producers um, at that uh, muscle and fitness event and uh, we're going to try to get them in there we've been oh, yeah, kind of you've been stalking Jen on Twitter how's yes. it going um, it's great we, we, we're going to try to get her in, her, in here uh, they are still filming so um, her PR people said that it might be a little tough but we're gonna try to get her in here and uh, i know uh mike messina who was the former at home winner of i think it was three seasons ago mike messina you need to come in and talk to us and then also the guy from scandal oh yeah Ryan. we met him in the kitchen he um, was awesome he's the Ryan. biggest loser I fan can't say his last name it's I don't know how to say that. Anyway, Brian from Scandal, we're hoping that he will come in because he's a massive Biggest Loser fan. Yeah, so, that would be so awesome. So we're working on some good guests. And Yay. also let us know who you who want. Who you want. Yeah, you know, that'd be good. And tweet them. Tweet Jen and tell her she has to get her tight butt into here. Yes, and abs and arms yeah. and legs. Yeah, and I she's just tight everywhere. Like, when she hugs me, I went to shake her hand. When she hugged me, she was so hard. I was like, I want that body. <laughs> I want that hard body. Let's talk uh, about the Comeback Canyon situation. Yes. We have both Jackie and Blake. Now, Blake. if Jackie, uh, she beat out Gina last time, if she wins this um, episode, then she would be the uh, first contestant to wing at comeback canyon two times in a row now blake who she's been doing pretty awesome for having both of her legs in a cast she consistently got 10 pounds a week and then last week got five pounds yes five pounds so you know usually when you don't lose as much as you have been losing the following week you have higher numbers so when she stepped on the scale this week 
she lost one pound yeah. and Jackie lost six pounds. And obviously, Blake, A, is going through some kind of a plateau and then B, is just so injured. Yeah. And, you, I mean, you know, you as a trainer would know that if you have to do the same exercise, your body over adapts. And over, yeah. And obviously, Blake can only be in the pool. And on the bike. The rower or the bike. Yeah. That's it. So. And so, it's limited. Yeah. She kind of explains her situation, how, like, she just truly was embarrassed for only losing a one pound. But, girl, you look good. You ain't got she nothing to be amazing. embarrassed about. She's so hot. I mean, she is. for real. She's so gorgeous. She's probably one of the contestants that I am most excited to see at yeah. the finale. But she's already lost like 90 something pounds. Mm-hmm. And then when they did the where are they now, she looks amazing. Yeah. I mean, God, I don't even know. I mean, maybe she could lose another 20, 25. Yeah. Uh, but not a lot. I yeah. mean, she just looks so beautiful. I mean, look- fair, I'm not all into that I know. stick thing. Yeah. She looks great. All right, let's talk about the uh, weigh-in. Not the real weigh-in. Not the real weigh-in, but the bigger bigger weigh-in. We'll start off with the white team. Rhonda Lee lost seven, JJ four, Woody three, Toma eight, and Sonya nine pounds. Nine pounds. Mm That was she, amazing. Yeah, she she looked she looked great too. White um, team are just a dominant force. And yeah. can I just say, Ali looks amazing. Who? Ali, the 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 host. <laughs> Ali, Allison. Oh, Allison. Oh, I'm like Ali. Who's Ali? Ali? That's what you know. That's what she gets called in real life. She, oh, um, yeah, oh, yeah. I, didn't know. I was like, who? I'm like, what contestant Allison is looks, that? I'm like looking at my notes. Well, no, she's looking really hot right now. But yeah. I think it is to do with she's Ali. leaving. Ali, Allison. Yeah, Ali, Ali. What is, you were saying, Ali. 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 Like, Ali. Ali. It's my strain accent. Ali. Okay, Sorry. got it. Sorry, <laughs> but I think it's because she's finishing up on Days of Our Lives. Yeah, she does. So she she's does like ending with a bang. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's like leave looking really yeah, hot. Yeah, she looks good. Um, for the blue team, Lori lost six, Damien three. Now, Not on the blue team. This was the quickest lane ever. It's just <laughs> hilarious that there's only two people. But if you blink, you'll miss it. You know, I was really heartbroken to see Damien only lose three pounds because he's such a competitor. He's been so consistent this entire time. I, th- I feel like if anybody has led his team, it's definitely him. Yeah. Um, for the red team, we see Scott, who doesn't have boobs at all. Kind of no like boobs. I said boobs. earlier. Yeah, he just, he looks amazing. He, he doesn't even have a, chested. yeah, he doesn't even have a stomach. Yeah. He lost six pounds this week. Jordan, five pounds. And Rob, a big whopping 13 amazing. pounds. Which their team lost a total of 24 pounds. Rob, you know, He's this, lost 109 pounds. This so entire far. season, yeah, 109 pounds. So, like, he might be one to watch. Well, that's what Mike says. Mike picks him yeah. as the winner. Yeah, he's a and, he's uh, one to watch I think now. That's probably a good call. I mean, he is just powering up from a man who, in the first episode, you know, when Doctor H brought in the wheelchair and and tried to get him to sit in the wheelchair, and and he cried and freaked out, and he said, "I I know I'm." I'm dead. I'm a dead man walking and cried mm-hmm. and screamed and slammed doors and chucked a huge tantrum to this. I mean, yeah. that's extraordinary. He's doing pretty darn well. Anyone and- who didn't want to speak to his mom. <laughs> <laughs> and unfortunately, um, because uh, the red team, I'm sorry, the blue team lost um, the Wayne challenge, the lowest 
person who had the yeah, lowest, the lowest body, body fat weight. percentage went to Damien. So Damien went home. Yeah. But, you know, he went home like a champ. And, of course, he gets surprised at Comeback Canyon. So it's going to be interesting to see oh, Damien yeah. versus Jackie. Yeah, I Jackie's think Damien got this. So Go home, yeah. Jackie. Uh, sorry. He, he got his second chance. And I think Damien, you know how we talked ages ago about someone being at Comeback Canyon and, and having, you know, A, the male element, how the body just drops fat and builds muscle and mm-hmm. just is kind of just predisposed to yeah. dropping those numbers, having the strength. But he's also got the height and those percentages that can really work his way. Like he's yeah. still got a, a big number of weight that he can lose that will kind of work to his advantage. Uh, I think – he will stay for a while. Because yeah. remember we said that it was Mike, but Mike was injured. We didn't yeah. realize just how injured he yeah. was until we spoke to him afterwards. So I think uh, I think Damien's going to stay for a little while. I have that same feeling. And mm. I'm excited to see this change up that we're going to see. And, and both AJ and I kind of feel like they're going to change up the show next week because Blue only has one member on their team, and that's Lori. So <laughs> it's kind of like... Time to change yeah. teams. Yeah, things are going to be shaken up. Um, let's yeah. go into predictions. And now, you're after Buzz TV predictions. All right, uh, I guess I kind of gave my predictions about, you know, uh, things getting, uh, shaken up. Lori, um, being the only person on her team, she's going to have to find a new team. Um, I, again, Jackie's going to go home because Damien's going to take it. Um, hmm, what else? I predict that there's going to be a huge challenge next week and whoever wins it will have the power to, to send make, somebody home. Yeah, yeah no, the power oh. to change the teams up. Oh, okay. You know, because yeah. obviously we've got to have a team change at this yeah. point or, or some element. Because, Something has to give. I mean. Yeah. Or maybe they're going to send a trainer home and maybe Jesse goes home. Oh. <laughs> and then I also predict that we're moving into makeover phase. Now, I, I noticed quite a few of them have got beards. Yeah. And we would never let the contestants shave or cut oh, their hair. Yeah. Oh, we want okay. them to look as scruffy and revolting as possible so that so, when yeah, they have the, the makeover, makeover, it's like, wow. Yeah. So that's why they're all looking really scruffy. Got and it. I think either next week or the week after we're going to see the makeovers, which is always such a hugely Fine. That's probably my episode. favorite yeah. episode. Yeah. It makeovers. always rates massively. People love and it. And they're really looking different physically as it is, yeah. you know, their bodies. So it would be cool to see. But we've got a lot of men. I, I'm kind of feeling like, yeah. oh, and I also think we've got to have some element where the the contestants who've gone home, I really do think that they're going to have some element where maybe one of those people can come back as well because I don't think Comeback Canyon worked as well as they thought because there's only one person who can come back from mm. that. And there's always got to be that element of like, oh, what's going to happen, that cliffhanger element. So mm-hmm. I do think we're coming up close to all of the eliminated contestants maybe having an opportunity to come back in. Because remember, it's never just one person. Mm-hmm. It's always like two or three people mm-hmm. fighting for the right to get in. Because mm-hmm. if it's just like Damien, say he stays for the next three weeks, it's like, oh, well, we know he's going in, so it doesn't yeah. really matter. Yeah, no, so I predict true. that as well. Good predictions. You guys out there watching, let us know your predictions online. Go to YouTube, iTunes, tweet at us. We'd love to hear your predictions. And of course, rate us five stars, five stars. All right, you guys, until next time, we'll be here same time, same place at After Buzz TV. Um, yeah. Catch us on Twitter, Instagram. She's Instagramming awesome stuff. Yes. Uh, find out. me on uh, fitwithfallon.com and at fitwithfallon on Instagram and Twitter for all your latest celebrity 
fitness and health tips and news. Yeah, just find me at AJ Rochester. A-J-A-Y Rochester, like Rochester, New York. Like it. All right, you guys, we'll see you next time. Have a good one. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. <laughs> 